0: Welcome to the Whiteboard Session, Examining Our Faith, based on Luther's small catechism. This week, Pastor Jung continues our discussion on the Lord's Prayer, and we focus on the fifth petition, Forgive Us Our Trespasses, As We Forgive Those Who Trespass Against Us. Let's listen in. All right, everyone, uh, welcome again. uh, As you join us here um, on our Whiteboard Sessions, Uh, we are continuing uh, to study the Lord's Prayer, the fifth petition. Uh, This is... Uh, the heart of of the Lord's Prayer in which uh, we really dwell upon and confess our sins and seek the Lord's forgiveness. And that's what we're going to talk about today uh, because, as Luther would always say, the Christian life is a life of repentance, right? metanoia, that turning away, uh, turning to the Lord, confessing our sins, and praying uh, through that forgiveness, um, he may... Uh, uh, lead us by the power of the Holy Spirit to live according to His name, but also uh, through that forgiveness, the, it, the ability uh, to forgive one another. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So uh, why don't we begin uh, with a word of prayer? Dearly Father, uh, we thank you for this day, O Lord, that you have brought us to this time. Lord, we know that uh, your forgiveness um, is one of great comfort. And Lord, we know that we sin every day, and though we know what we ought to do, we, we uh, do the very thing that we hate. And oh Lord, please forgive us of our sins. Um, that by your body and blood, uh, though we daily sin much, you cover our iniquities uh, by your sacrifice upon the cross. Also, we pray that you may give us the strength um, and the faith uh, to forgive one another as well. Lord, for all these things, we are thankful that we are your children, all by the justification that you have given to us, through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, in whom we pray. Amen. Amen. Alright, so um, as we continue today, uh, the fifth petition. Forgive us our trespasses, right? And we'll start there. Forgive us our trespasses. Uh, What does this mean? Uh, We pray in this petition that our Father, right, in heaven would not look at our sins or deny our prayer because of them, we are neither worthy of the things for which we pray, not having deserved them, but we ask that He would give them all to us by grace. For we daily sin much, and surely deserve nothing but punishment. So, forgive us our trespasses. Uh, why do we need forgiveness? Why do we need forgiveness and that is a good question uh, i think a lot of people will say well i don't need forgiveness i'm a good person i've done this i've done that and um, i don't need uh, to tell god uh, what i have fallen short of but when we look at scripture and what does scripture say about our sinfulness um, i believe it reads in 718 that uh, romans 718 that we have the inability to carry it out that is what is good that we fall short and we sin and though we do not want to sin we don't just go go on sinning like it's a joyous thing, but we struggle with it, right? But at the same time, we know that we cannot be a child of God without the heart of the Lord's Prayer, and that is a face in or a fate, this forgiveness, right? We need forgiveness. Now, that forgiveness humbles us because it is not from ourselves, but it is from someone outside of ourselves. And as we see, as we see these, uh, the continued theme of being humbled and exalted, when we uh, seek the Lord and say, forgive us our trespasses, we are very humbled because Allah has struck us to know and diagnose that we have fallen short of the glory of God, that we have this disease of the sin condition, that only the remedy, the cure of Christ can actually uh, uh, deliver us from the multitude of our sins. Now, this is, when we talk about humbled and exalted, uh, it, we are very humbled Okay, by the second use of the law. The, uh, the, the mirror, as we call it, right? The reflection of our sin, we are humbled. And therefore, as children of God in faith, we seek the Lord, forgive us our trespasses. Now, again, um, in that life of forgiveness, we always pray that through his forgiveness, he may uh, guide us to live in the third use of the law. That is the law as a guide. The law shows us what we ought to do as we love God and love our neighbor. And this is what uh, this prayer continues to point us to. That, yes, Lord, forgive me for my sins and also help me to live according to your word. Right? Help me. I need your help. That is beginning in your forgiveness. And it's through that forgiveness that we have... uh, uh, not only uh, the comfort of forgiveness, but we know that you hear our prayers uh, through that forgiveness. It reads in uh, Galatians 5:17, it reads, "For the desires of the flesh are against the spirit, and the desires of the spirit are against the flesh. For these are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things you want to do, right? And the works of the flesh, verse 19 reads, are evident. Sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. So again, this is what we're up against in our sinful uh, fallen nature. Understanding the doctrine of original sin ever since the fall in Genesis 3, uh, we very well know that Uh, we need to seek forgiveness that is outside of ourselves, right? Um, And um, it's very important that we uh, understand uh, why we ought to go to the Lord with this petition. Uh, We confess in this petition, again, we are humbled, that we sin daily and we deserve nothing but punishment. That's what we really are humbled by, right? Right? But we ask our Father in heaven that he would, by the sake of his Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, that he would graciously forgive us of our sins. As it reads in Psalm 51, "Um, Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love, according to your abundant mercy, blot out my transgressions, wash me thoroughly from my iniquity, and cleanse me from my sin. Or Luke 18, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. Also, it reads in Luke 9, 23, let him deny himself and take up the cross and follow me. This taking up the cross is really uh, being humbled by the fact that uh, we are sinners and there is nothing good that dwells in us, and therefore we follow the Lord and cling to the merit of Christ. Because in me nothing good dwells, is it again? It says in Romans 7, 18. Uh, So continuing, uh, what a great question we have here. Why do we include a prayer for forgiveness in these petitions to our Heavenly Father? Again, uh, we include this petition because not only are we not worthy of the things uh, for which we pray, and we do not deserve them, uh, but we pray to God for His forgiveness so that we may pray to Him in in good conscience, knowing that we can draw near to Him, that, uh, that we are... Uh, sprinkled, as it says in Hebrews, uh, I think in, in the book of Hebrews, that we are sprinkled of, of our evil consciences, uh, that we are able to draw to him as holy, blameless children of God. And it's through this petition that we are uh, definitely given that confession, right? We confess our sins, um, and uh, there he gives us his forgiveness. Forgive us our sins, right? But also, when we look at this forgiveness, what a great joy that is, Right? We see right here, the forgiveness gives this. And this is, this is again, our, our Christian life, that we continually go back to what Christ has done for us through His death and resurrection, the gospel. Daily we live in the redemption that we are paid for, for the forgiveness of our sins, and that we are one of His own, not by our own human reason or strength, but by His grace alone He has gathered us into His flock. It's through that forgiveness that joy of forgiveness, that now we are able to forgive one another. When we talk about forgiving one another, uh, Jesus gives us uh, the parable of the unforgiving servant. Here we have Peter coming up to Jesus in in Matthew 18, verses 21 to 35. And he asked Jesus, Lord, how often will my brother sin against me and I forgive him? As many as seven times, Peter says. Uh, Jesus said to him, I do not say to you seven times, but 70 times 7, right? 70 times 7. And we see right here clearly that uh, when we look at this parable, if you, if you have your Bibles open here, uh, in verse 23, I'll just read it real quick. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who wished to settle accounts with his servants. When he began to settle, one was brought to him who owed him 10,000 talents. And since he could not pay, his master ordered him to be sold with his wife and children and all that they had. And payment to be made, so the servant fell on his knees and he begged Jesus, or begged uh, this master, "I will pay you everything." And out of this uh, pity, this uh, this compassion for him, the master of that servant released him and forgave him the debt. So right here we see what the life of forgiveness is all about. This servant, uh, he had this great debt, and there was a threat. There was a threat where his family, even his children, would be uh uh would be would be sold to pay off this debt and this um what happens this uh uh this man the servant he begs begs the master for uh for forgiveness right and what happens um he gives him just that right he gives him again think about that the weight of on his shoulders all that was to happen with his wife and children and the burden of his debt that had to be paid all of that was released now i don't know if any of you have had debt before in your life whether it's credit card debts or whatever it is, it's a big lump on your back, right? It just kind of stays with you and it never gets away with, from you. It's always kind of nagging you and it's, it's just a great burden to have. But to have, let's say a credit card company is saying, let's say you have a $50,000 debt. I hope you don't. But if you did, uh, they say, nope, we're having a special. All debts are forgiven today. Now, what a great joy. What a great relief that is. But in terms of our sin, we deserve death, eternal death, the, whipping, the weeping and gnashing of teeth. That's what we deserve. Thinking about what we were born into and knowing that we cannot make our way to God. We cannot ascend to Him. We cannot prove our worthiness to Him. We cannot bring our own resume and say, you know, I don't need your forgiveness because I'm good enough. We very well know what we are brought into. And this is our demise. This is, this is where we're going to be uh, uh, without Christ. Eternal death. But when Christ comes, or this master comes, and gives his full forgiveness for this debt, what a great joy that is. But even furthermore, as Christians, what a great joy it is knowing that all my guilt... All my sins are washed away by the body and blood of Jesus. When we pray, forgive us our trespasses, that is where we cling to Christ and the faith that we have in his work upon the cross. And that is where we are washed clean, knowing that we have the comfort that that burden, the labors come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, all your labors, right? And I will put them to rest. I don't know why I'm yelling. Do I do that a lot, Jeff? A little bit, right? I don't get why. Maybe I haven't been to the cinema in a while. I don't know. But, <laughs> but the point is, uh, when we look at this joy of forgiveness, my life has taken on a completely different direction all by the work, the free gift of grace that is found in Jesus Christ. I am forgiven of my sins. How do I know that? By the body and blood of Jesus. When I ask my Lord, forgive us our trespasses, indeed, uh, we very well get back to the cross, and we very well know that in faith, He does forgive us of our sins, that we are absolved of our sins. And now, we look at this parable, and what happens? Now, you would think that this servant would say, Of course, I know for forgiveness, so I am going to forgive those. When his fellow servants saw what had taken place, they were greatly distressed, and they went and reported to their master all that had taken place. Then his master summoned him and said to him, You wicked servant, I forgave you all that debt because you pleaded with me. And should not you have had mercy on your fellow servant as I had mercy on you? Right. Again, should not you have had mercy on your fellow servant as I had mercy on you. you know, we, we are able uh, to love one another. First uh, John 4, 19, I believe, uh, uh, through uh, uh, the first one who loved us, so that is Jesus Christ. We're able to forgive one another uh, through the forgiveness of Christ. And here, similarly, we are to show uh, mercy to one another because we know oh, what the merciful God has given to us in these words, forgive us our trespasses. as we forgive those who trespass against us. Now, we, we, we learn from the parable of the un, unforgiving servant in Matthew 18 that, yes, he was forgiven, but yet he had great trouble to forgive one another. And that is, I think, a really big thing for all of us as we have people who, uh, let's say, have uh, committed or betrayed us or sinned against us in some kind of way. It's very difficult uh, to, to forgive them. Um, I know it says in um, Matthew 6, If you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Now, again, people will say, well, does that mean he doesn't forgive me, that I need to forgive in order to be forgiven? And no, we very well know that, right? Christ gave his life for the world to die for our sins, and therefore, by his body and blood, we are forgiven of our sins. That is first and foremost. But we pray uh, that he may give us the strength uh, to forgive one another, to see the mercy of God and to see the mercy we have for others, to love uh, through through the lens of Christ and his love that he showed to us. Right? It's almost as if if we have trouble forgiving one another, we really have to check back to the gospel to see what it says about our own sins. Just think about that. You know, the worthiness of Christ and what he did upon the cross. I mean, it's even Christ who says on the cross, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they do. And um, they do not know what they're doing, these crowds um, that are uh, putting him to death. But yet he is asking um, that the Father may forgive them. And likewise, I think when we, when we know what we're up against in our sin, we very well, in that mercy of God, thank the Lord for that gift of the gospel. But also we, uh, we show that mercy to those around us. And what a great uh, gift that is. Because if we uh, do not live in peace with one another, as it says in the New Catechism, um, uh, we will have great trouble with it the rest of our lives. That grudge will be with us. It'll, it'll not only harm our neighbor, but it'll also harm ourselves as we continue to deal with that burden of that struggle. And uh, But yet in that peace um, of Christ and His forgiveness, uh, He says, uh, forgive one another. So I encourage you this day as we uh, look on the fifth petition of the, uh, of the Lord's Prayer, is that um, it's two parts. One, we're praying for our forgiveness, that we forgive others, right? And um, when we talk about the thread right here, forgive us our trespasses. This is again uh, a way in which we can confess our sins and ask the Father for that forgiveness, right? I think daily when we talk about our, uh, and I know many of you out, you are. Um, it's easy to. I think the temptation is to uh, is to think that yes, Jesus died for my sins and now I have to move forward and, and do a lot for the Lord and, and do it on my own volition right or to, to do it or to prove a point or to uh, but no, I, I think daily when we look at it, it's through this gift of forgiveness that we continue to live according to that forgiveness. This prayer really humbles us and gets us back to the cross. It gets us back to uh, the gospel and what Jesus has and continues to do for us in the forgiveness of sins, right? It's through that joy that we're, in it. we're able to live uh, uh, joyously in the peace that our consciences are cleansed, right? We are, we are uh, covered and washed clean, but also that we can live in the joy to see our brother or sister or our friend or neighbor who has, let's say, betrayed us. We can go to them with a, with a uh, clear conscience saying, yes, I forgive you, and that forgiveness is rooted in Christ. Make sense? It's not what necessarily what you do, but it's that rooted in Christ that we are able to forgive. Right? If we're rooted in ourselves, uh, and we depend on ourselves to do this forgiveness, in a sense of where I have to do this, rather than dwelling on Christ and what He gives, uh, so easy will we. Uh, depend on ourself and our own human wisdom and our own grudges, that we will be blind to the fact where we ought to forgive them. But when we're residing in what God has given to us in His redemption, in the forgiveness of sins, there we also reside and have the, in faith, the ability uh, to forgive one another. And what a great peace that is to reconcile to those that that you have uh, split from or separated from. And what a gift that is to um, forgive one another um, in the joy of Christ. So remember that this day, my friends, forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Our forgiveness, others' forgiveness, all rooted in Christ Jesus. Jesus died for the sins of the world, not only for you, not only for me, but even for Jeff, and everyone else in this todo mundo, right? For all the sins, the pecados, uh, from everyone, right? For all the hamartia, right? All the sins. Uh, Jesus dies. And uh, he rose on the third day to give us that forgiveness. So remember that this day. Um, let us pray. Let us pray. Uh, dearly Father, we, we thank you for your forgiveness. Uh, knowing full well that you show us and deliver us your forgiveness by the body and blood of Jesus shed for us, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Lord, uh, may we through this forgiveness uh, draw near to you, knowing full well that we have been cleansed from our evil conscience and that we, have brought, uh, we were brought to your heavenly light. Uh, may you continue to lead us Um, not only in the forgiveness that you give, but also the ability uh, to forgive those um, in our lives. Lord, uh, lead us in peace and and guide us uh, by your word. And may your forgiveness uh, continue to lead us in this life uh, to forgive one another. Um, We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, until next time, adios. Thanks for listening to this study on Luther's small catechism. We hope this was helpful as you grow in the Christian faith and study of the Bible. For more information about Faith Lutheran Church, visit us on the web at FaithMorepark.com.